With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that 3-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com, we'll be get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com. It's the way that tire buying should be. Mm-hmm. Well, we can make a lot of assessments about the NFL and we can argue back and forth. I think it's inarguable that the Carolina Panthers are bad, right? All right, we'll get to that upcoming. I I, want to start, though, with what I think, what I think is going to be the story of the day. What I think is going to be the story of the day, which is, whether or not Jim Harbaugh is going to coach this weekend for Michigan. Big noon kickoff, which is um, the biggest game and broadcast that Fox has, is smartly in State College, Pennsylvania. We do not know. We do not know if Jim Harbaugh is going to coach. Now, his agent and lawyer said that Harbaugh is going to be on the team playing. He plans on coaching. So when you hear that, when you hear that, you automatically think, wait a second, does that mean there was a possibility he wasn't going to be coaching? Right? Is that is that what it means? I mean, that, that's that's what goes off in my brain. Like, hold 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 on a second. Wait 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 a minute. Jim Harbaugh might not might not actually coach this weekend. 
And there's lots of things we can say are unprecedented. Right? We're in a brave new world in college athletics. So a lot of the stuff that we're seeing is unprecedented. Players transferring in conference from rival to rival to rival. That stuff is unprecedented. We have not seen it before. Okay? Haven't seen it before. And um, I think this is the most unprecedented thing that we've seen. You have a team that is, I don't know if arguably or inarguably, a favorite to go to the college football playoff, getting ready to play a rival on the road. And, And I've been doing this for 21 years, but I've been following college football my entire, my entire life. And what do we know about what do we know about um, about college athletics? Generally, the punishment takes so long okay, to be handed down that by the time the punishment is levied, no one who's playing for the program had any involvement in the alleged infractions. Additionally, and here's the crazy part about it, um, there are rules... And there are possible punishments, but I've never heard of rules and punishments that aren't defined. And oh yeah, by the way, there is the last and most important thing in any sort of unprecedented, un, uh, untouched waters, which is this precedent is important. And usually in precedent, the low end comes in because Anything that's worse or more egregious, that becomes the low end, right? So you do have rules that prohibit you from going and scouting ahead of time. There are technically rules. You're not allowed to advance scout, which is what this is called. They're not actually not actually being whatever punishment is handed down isn't handed down for stealing signs. It's going to be handed down for violating rules that say you cannot pre-scout. You can't advance scout. You cannot send any of your personnel at, at a game to, a, to another team's game. Can't do it. Um, and then you're going to hold the head coach accountable, which has been a big, big issue in college athletics for a long time, which is like whether they know or don't know, they got to be responsible for knowing And, okay, there's got to be a punishment. Jim Harbaugh, I think, by all accounts, there's no uh, digital footprint and no actual paper footprint that says he was doing this, that he knew. On the other hand, they did have the knowledge. We also don't know, did this actually help them this year? Because the stories as they come out was everyone knew about it last year and they were put on high alert last year. And this has been going on. So you're going to punish this year's team for something that they used last year and something that was uh, was found out last year before they played in the national semifinals. I'm not a Michigan fan, but I told you a long time ago that eventually Michigan would turn the corner, and they, in fact, have. I also understand that usually what we find out is just a small amount, right? is, is uh, just a small amount of what's really going on. 
But what's really going on here is completely untested, untempered waters. Just is. Have you ever heard of this? Like North Carolina's basketball program, hey, North Carolina's basketball program was um, was punished years after the fact, years after the fact, and then they didn't even get any punishment, and like that was that that was that was part of it, right? Like they didn't get punished because well they couldn't link a difference between what they had with um, regular students and athletes as well. So what ended up happening? What ended up happening was nothing to North Carolina, but it was like six, seven years after the alleged allegations. That's really what happened. So I I don't know, Bayer, we've been doing this forever. And, you know, I'm not making in any way Michigan out to be a victim. I do think, you know, it's sort of curious that all this comes out right in the middle of the season when it appears that other people knew going back to last year. But have you ever thought of something happening? I guess the thing is, this is happening in real time, and that's not usually the way that college sports work. No, but if there is a player that may have been ineligible or have done something, that player is pulled from action, right? There could be questions about it in the past, maybe a transcript, Maybe there was something that happened. You would take a player and not have them play uh, for those games. Maybe maybe it's more protection for yourself, Doug. Maybe it's more for the school's protection. But there have been instances of that. It's the only parallel that I could think of in coming down from an immediate action. And it's not even an immediate penalty. It's just an immediate action in what could be, um, you know, possibly an infraction and maybe they do it just for the safety to say all right we pulled this kid he didn't play in games we're not going to lose those but that would be the only case where you would think that there would be something that would happen for the immediate team that is involved Hmm. what do you think appropriate punishment is that that's the, the other thing is usually there's rules right and 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 those rules there's no real like if you do this then this you know what I'm saying? Like that's the uh, that's the other kind of odd part about this. If you do this, then this, and there isn't any. You know, we, we, I don't know what the the proper punishment should be. Maybe Tony Petiti's first call is to Roger Goodell in terms of trying to sort out how you you penalize. Um, I do feel that Michigan had a lot to gain from this. Uh, I the scope of it for the allegations again that we don't know. For them to go to try to alter Tennessee's football games, sit there and scope out Oregon because they could be a possible, you know, it just to me is, is just, it's so wide ranging around college football and it's not just a Big Ten thing. Um, I, I think that you can do something about it. And I think that. But do you want to do anything about it? Like, 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 honest to God, I understand, I totally understand that you're breaking the rules. And I, I, I understand we act like there's this some gigantic thing and sign stealing or whatever. But, I mean, honest to God, they wouldn't hold up multiple signs. They wouldn't be doing all this, all this, all this signaling if they didn't think somebody was looking at, somebody was looking at those. Sure. Right? That, I mean, that's, the, that's the big thing to me. Hey? I think it's the big question in all of this is... Do you want to do something about it? Right. Because 
there's it's not as much about the the penalty it's about what it's saying to everyone else and if you don't penalize them then i don't know if it's wild wild west but i just don't think that you curtail it at all and it's and maybe it goes away because you have headsets and stuff but uh there's also the example right so so if it you're, you're right there will be a punishment but this is over 40 years of watching college athletics and almost always it's never in real time. Um, and again, the difference is though oftentimes they go over the top with their punishment. They're, they're usually for the NCA. There is, if you commit this offense, this level of violation, there is these possible levels of punishment. There's none of that here. This is we're, we're creating this out of nothing. It's like rules that everyone knew existed, but nobody really totally paid attention to or cared about suddenly now become impactful and there's no set punishment for it. That's the crazy part. And then there's the, oh, well, okay, there's some information about Purdue and does now Michigan become, you know, do they do vigilante justice and find, hey, there's other schools that have been doing something else. They already started. Yeah. <laughs> already started. Yeah. So, and then it's the, if Harbaugh were to be suspended for multiple games, does he, they file an injunction so that he can coach this game? Or what about the Ohio State game that's coming up in, in a couple of weeks? Like, those are the ones that matter. Those are the ones that matter. I think Harbaugh's status is a big deal in all of this as well, because now we think that there could be, you know, a move to the National Football League, something that we've known that he's wanted to do the last couple of years. But if you are the Big Ten commissioner and you want to hand down a penalty for a guy who, by the way, has already served a three-game suspension at the start of this season, if you are going to penalize those involved, do you risk holding off and waiting for more to happen when Harbaugh could be gone? Now, they were given a notice that there's going to be disciplinary action. Uh, So maybe this is what it is and this is what the Big Ten does, but... If you're going to penalize Harbaugh, you likely have about two months to do it. Because I think that there is the sense, the team that we saw last night play, maybe the Bears are the opportunity, where if you want to make sure well, that you penalize Harbaugh, now would be the time to do it. The, the, the other side to it is this. okay? Just like I said this about Deion Sanders, I believe it's true about Jim Harbaugh. Um, college football is better off having them in the game. I don't actually care what writers will say, Twitter will say, fans will think. Coming into the year in college football, maybe a new five guys. But you sure as hell knew Deion Sanders, the new head coach at Colorado, and Jim Harbaugh is the head coach at Michigan. You need those names. You need a reason. Yes, you need the, the schools and the brands, but it's about the coaches, especially now where the transfer portal, guys are playing multiple schools. I don't know who's what. We talked about this yesterday with college basketball. I, I also think part of processing is like, do I really, Tony Petiti has to satisfy all of the presidents and athletic directors in his conference. On the other hand, he's got to also understand that Michigan having Jim Harbaugh and being good is really good for business. It's really good for business. And if sitting Harbaugh down causes them to lose two games, 
and they follow the national championship hunt, takes a team out of the college football playoff, that's money in everybody's pocket. And if it chased him off to the NFL, he's like, dude, I just can't take all the rules here. This is all stupid, right? And and how we, we got these kangaroo courts. That's bad for business. That's bad for business. It's bad for the Big Ten Network, bad for Fox, bad for NBC, bad for CBS that all have uh, have the Big Ten. Yes, go ahead. I'm do you think Michigan? Do you think Jim Harbaugh's absence in a game against, say, Ohio State, or maybe one tomorrow against Penn State, would be enough for them to lose a game? Yes, I I, I don't know, but I mean, like, I, I know he doesn't call the plays on offense or defense. Uh, he's not the play caller, uh, but I do know that. When he's coached, they've looked different and better. And and look, this can be in a one game deal can be a galvanizing thing. I completely disagree with Colin. Colin's like, yeah, coaches that are under duress, whatever, they all lose. Like that's not actually the case. There's been plenty of uh, programs. They that wore are, free Harbaugh shirts at the start of the year when correct. he served his three game ban. Correct. Yeah. And and since these allegations came out, they've kicked the crap out of everybody in their way. So this a lot of this will be a galvanizing moment. Like really. Um, the the reason I the reason I brought it up was because Doug, if you are Tony Petiti, and I disagree the fact like I think that they would be okay. Maybe in those big games I'm wrong, you're right, but I think that what you can do is you can penalize Harbaugh and still keep Michigan alive. And I think the the biggest deal is if they would not allow Michigan to compete in the Big Ten championship game. Because I think that has huge ramifications for the playoff and what would then be for the college football playoff and the four teams that are selected. I think you can satisfy some if Jim Harbaugh ends up being the victim in all of this. You still have an opportunity to compete. You're still eligible for the college playoff, but you just don't have your head coach. Like I almost think that that is a compromise as opposed to a severe punishment. It's an interesting. Now the question would be: What if they're undefeated going into that Big Ten championship game, and then they can't play, but they're still eligible for the college football playoff? What would, what would that look like? I don't think that. I, I'll tell you what. I don't think the college football playoff committee would consider them just because look at all the options that you would now have around college football. If they were undefeated, you know? yeah, I no, not playing but, in that game. If it would, yeah. they beat Penn State, they beat Ohio State, they're going and they're undefeated. They're going to the college football playoff. All right. Just because they don't get to, they don't have to go play. I don't even know who's even coming out of the other side. Iowa. Well, you, I mean, you could take. Right now, we don't know, uh, but I, I think you could have a field. You could have a field. Of, like, hey, I'll sit the Maryland game, and I'll sit. If you want me, we play against Iowa. You want me to sit that game? I'll sit those games. I'm not sitting the Penn State. I'm not sitting Georgia, the Florida State, Washington, Texas. There's your college football playoff. Oregon. But why would you put a Texas team in with a loss as opposed to an Ohio State? Because they may team? have won the Big 12, and I think that there is value to that. I, yes, TCU didn't win the Big 12 last year. They, I know it's a technicality, went, but yeah. I, I think the committee— I, Again, I said—remember, I, yeah. I said they're undefeated. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, I get it. I just want to make sure that yeah. we're we're all good on if we bring this thing back. All right, we'll keep you updated. Supposedly, there's going to be some news today, and I want to make sure that we're on top of it. Nobody's on top of it better than Dan Beyer. Uh, he's got us. By the way, happy Veterans Day. If you served this country or are serving this country, it is an absolute honor to share this land with you because you did what so many of us have not been willing to do, which is put your your life and your family in harm's way. So thank you. Today is and should be about you. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. We see this a lot in the National Football League, right? Where when you don't pay attention, and I had this exact same thought when I saw the Bears play two weeks ago in L.A., Like, how'd the Bears get this bad? But the Bears, at least, were good not long ago. I'm not great, but we're good. You know, they've been in the playoffs a couple times. Panthers, not so much. But, like, again, look back at the Bears, and uh, I mean, we can sit there and go, it's a long way since they had Jake McMahon. And, uh, but, you know, they won 12 games, 8 games, 8 games, and then it started to fall apart under Nagy. Uh, they won six games, three last year, and they've won three so far this year. They'll probably end up with maybe four wins this year. They're not very good. But yesterday they took on the Carolina Panthers, and you're like, yikes. Yikes. How did they get this bad? And then if you're in Carolina, you're listening to us, you're like, dude, do you know how long it's been since we were really good? What happened? Tale is old as time. They were built around a quarterback and a defense. Right? The quarterback started to get older, got hurt, got banged up because of his style of play. The defense got exp- expensive and lost their best player. And like, look, Luke Keekley Luke was an incredible player. They had other very good defensive players. Don't get me wrong. But Luke Keekley was their everything. 
You know, remember when they had when they were really good, they went to the Super Bowl, they had Josh Norman, and then Josh Norman left for a big paycheck and they were never I think he's back with them. Well, he's back with somebody now, right? Back with who? Buffalo, Buffalo. I believe. Yeah. But again, if you go back to when they went to the Super Bowl, that's 2015. That year they were a lot like the Eagles last year. Where easy schedule, great defense, quarterback that was running it, kind of safe with it, that was the most efficient that Cam Newton had been to date. And then what happened? Well, you lost some pieces that left in free agency because they got paid because they played so well that year. Cam Newton was never really that good ever again. And then he hurt his shoulder and it really went downhill quickly. Um, And overall, the talent level dropped off and they've had several changes, not just in ownership, but with their front office as well. And when you come in and you, if you hire, when they got a new owner, you hire a new GM and a new head coach, and neither work, now all of a sudden it's, holy cow. And then you compound it with, I thought Bryce Young was the more talented quarterback. I didn't know that there were issues with his arm strength. I knew he was tiny. Like, he's just not a big person. I'm not like some huge dude that walks in and blocks out the sun, but I've met Bryce Young, and I'm like, he's smaller than me. And that's playing quarterback in the National Football League. That's not because I met Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, we're about the same size, but Russell Wilson's like looks like you know he's he's an athlete. Bryce does not. Bryce looks like a kid. And they're bad. I feel like they just don't have very good players, and the Bears don't have very good players. And the seeds of these teams and how you want to be built is you get a young quarterback and then years two, three, and four of the rookie quarterback's contract is when you load up with talent. Well, the Bears were such a mess. They're going to load up with talent probably this upcoming season and they'll probably jettison their quarterback. The Panthers, these are the years, but the other issue is they don't think they might not have the quarterback. It actually kind of makes what Arizona was able to do the last couple years even more impressive. Because Arizona had to draft quarterbacks in successive years. Changed coaches, kept the same GM, Steve Kime, who works with us some now. Stuck on Leap Show, Fox Sports Radio. We're joined by the betting analyst you see every Saturday, including this Saturday, Big Noon, uh, Big Noon Kickoff, which will have a gigantic game. Penn State, Michigan, we've been talking about the game all day long with all the hardball ramifications, etc. He has a new podcast with Jeff Schwartz called Bear Bets a Fox Sports gambling podcast. This week's episode is available now wherever you podcast. Um, uh, all right, Chris, let, let me start with that game, okay? Uh, as of the time that we're speaking to you, we don't know if Jim Harbaugh will be coaching, um, but we do know these teams will play, and they'll play Saturday on Fox. What are your thoughts on the Michigan-Penn State game? I think the first question people need to ask themselves, and it was certainly the first question that I asked myself um, and handicap in this game, was ultimately how many points do you think Penn State is capable of scoring, uh, given their offensive problems uh, that they had against Ohio State on the road, uh, given the offensive problems they've had against really good teams in the past. If you go back to the last 11 regular season games against top 10 opponents, uh, Penn State hasn't won any of them. So they struggled to score points against good teams, and we'll see if that changes Saturday. Like the thing I feel most confident in this about in this game is Penn State under twenty and a half points in terms of the team total. Uh, that that was still out there, it's juiced a little bit, uh, minus one thirty now. But I think if you uh, 
can get that number of 20 and a half. That way you're kind of guarantee yourself against two touchdowns, two field goals, and 20 is a up. The number I'd like to have in my, in my, in my back pocket. So uh, the, 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 the spread, the, the, the side, I really wouldn't mess with, but I, I, I think uh, – Michigan's defense will do a good job against that Penn State offense and hold them uh, to, to 20 points or under. Uh, okay, let's get to a couple other games that, that you like. Uh, actually, before we get to a couple other ones that I know you, you, you focused on on Bear Bets, uh, Georgia has struggled. Okay, Georgia has struggled to cover this year. They're a 10.5-point favorite. That's what I'm looking at is now. I don't know if your numbers are different. Okay, My numbers have Georgia as a 10.5-point favorite at home against Ole Miss. Excuse me, 10 or 10.5. Total's 58. Should be some rain in the forecast in Athens. What do you think? Yeah, I, I don't know if the, if the rain would ultimately uh, – that might help one way or another, but, but I do hear that Brock Bowers is going to play some – uh, tomorrow, so that will obviously help uh, the Georgia offense out. And I think we're still kind of waiting for Georgia to kind of play that complete game again this year, like they did. Like the one time they did it against Kentucky, like it was apparent that Georgia is still the best, most talented team in the country. So I think tomorrow could be a, a, another game like that where you see the college football playoff rankings and they're and they're second, uh, and then they're behind. They're behind Ohio State. I, I just, I think at some point this team is going to explode. Uh, they've had a couple of close calls this year, but this is kind of, I, I worry a little bit about that Ole Miss defense. I think they're going to have a real hard time slowing Georgia down. We've seen uh, LSU and A&M both put a bunch of points on the board against them. And how much did that A&M game take out of Ole Miss last week? Really close, hard-fought, emotional win. So uh, I, I would lean towards taking Georgia here. Okay, Liberty's nine and zero, sneaky nine and zero, and they're playing. I believe this one is at home, right? In, is it home? Yeah, in, in Virginia, they're, they're taking on ODU. ODU is only four and five in the year. High total at fifty nine and a half, and a big spread for Liberty. They're a thirteen and a half point favorite. What do you think? You, you, you mentioned Liberty undefeated, but it's come against a bad schedule. And, and ODU, despite the losing record, they have been in a lot of games. Like they they lost James Madison a couple weeks ago on the road by a field goal. They lost by a field goal to Wake early in the year before Wake had all their quarterback issues. Lost a one-score game at Marshall. Lost by four to Coastal Carolina. So they've been in games against really good teams and been a tough out. Uh, if they can win two of their final three, they'll be bowl eligible for Iwani. So uh, I think 13 and a half is too many here. I like the Monarchs. Um, here, here's a normally we talk about, you and I talk about this one with basketball. Duke's taking on Carolina. And Duke was kind of people's darling after beating Clemson. They've had a close loss at home to Notre Dame. Uh, they have three losses on the year, and they're traveling down Tobacco Road to take on the Heels. Heels are 7-2 and two on the year, and they're a 13-point favorite, right? 13-point favorite. Uh, they kind of had a week off with the Campbell game, coming off of two straight losses, one at home and one on the road in the ACC. Uh, this, this number jumped out at me. I, it's a 51-point total, but do, uh, Carolina's a 13-point favorite? Seems like a big number. It seems like a big number, but I'm happily laying it. A Duke without Riley Leonard at quarterback is a problem. Like we've seen their offense really struggle without him. And I think you mentioned a couple of losses that Carolina had in ACC play prior to that win last week against Campbell. Like they still have a chance to get to the ACC championship game. 
going to be Drake May's final home game. Uh, I, I would expect the, the Tar Heels to get the bad taste out of their mouth of uh, those lows losses that they suffered against uh, Georgia Tech and um, uh, the other game they had lost as well. So I, I, I Virginia. Think, uh, I think, yeah, I guess Virginia, yeah. I, I think Carolina uh, is the play here, and, I, and I'll, lay, I'll lay the first team here. Oh, okay. Um, Charlotte is a 10.5-point dog at home against Memphis. A total is 51 and a half. And I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, man, you like this game, Chris, where Memphis has won three in a row, won four out of five. And look, the three in a row they've won at, were on the, was on the road. Charlotte, Memphis, who do you like? I like Charlotte plus the 10 here. I think Charlotte's defense, if you look at them statistically, they're sneaky good. Um, they've improved a lot since the start of the year. Um, it's it, a double-digit spread. They're coming off their best offensive performance of the year. Like, like this poor guy, and, and they're, they're figuring it out here. And this is a Memphis defense. Gives up almost 30 points a game, 50 and 42 they've given up uh, the, the last couple of weeks. So, I mean, of course, there's a chance that that, that Charlotte can't keep up. But, but I, I think that Charlotte defense will do uh, just enough to keep the 49ers in the game. And I'll uh, – I'll take Charlotte plus the 10. All right. Our, our old friend uh, Steve Labin would call them the meat meepers, meat meepers, the roadrunners <laughs> of UTSA are red hot. They've won five in a row, including three road games. They're at home, okay, in San Antonio to take on uh, their rivals from Houston. I guess rivals is not really, right? You got a directional school. Yeah, a directional school against the Harvard of Texas in Rice. Rice has fallen on hard times, uh, even with JT Daniels. They've lost three of four. Um, they even lost to lowly UConn. Uh, the number's 13.5 for UTSA, and the total's 57. I like UTSA in this game. I, I think people kind of slept on either, I don't want to say slept on them, but I think UTSA kind of fell off people's radar a little bit after Frank Harris got hurt. But since he's been back, They've ripped off five straight wins, four of them coming by at least 14. Offense scored at least 36 points in every game. And for as much as Rice has improved this year, uh, won some games, and really they've only been, only been two games that they really haven't been in, uh, the South Florida game and the Texas game, they've hung around. Their defense has not done well against the better teams that they have faced on the, on the schedule. So I think UTSA here puts up a big number, and I like them to cover the big spread. He's Chris Felica. His podcast is Bear Bets, a Fox Sports gambling podcast, along with our good friend Jeff Schwartz. Download it if only if you want to win money. Felica, you're the best. Have a great weekend. You too, Doug. Be well. All right, we have some breaking news regarding Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. Quickly, let's go back to game. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Doug, a report from ESPN says that the Big Ten Conference will prohibit Michigan head football coach Jim Harbaugh from coaching on the sidelines in the final three regular season games of this 2023 campaign. Harbaugh, though, still would be allowed to attend practices and meetings throughout the week. And again, the three-game ban would only deal with the regular season, not the postseason as of right now for Michigan. Okay, help me out. I, I heard you. I'm, I'm listening to every word you're saying, okay? So you said from the sidelines. Can he coach from the box? No, he, he would be Can't prohibited. Be yes, correct. Wow. No, Jim, yes. No, so No Harbaugh. Okay. Thamel did use the word sideline, but I think it's, I don't think it's, hey, you got to be in the God, that, I mean, that yeah. seems like, like wait, what? I, I got to yeah. cut from a coach from upstairs? But again, let's, let's see if there's a follow-up tweet. Okay. Also, remember, Michigan can try and get an injunction on this so he can coach. Um, that's wild. All right, we'll react to this. 
Uh, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Plus, will Bill Belichick be the Patriots head coach after their game Sunday in Germany? That's next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Stug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Game time is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's making things even easier. You can bundle your home and car insurance and ATV, RV, all together on more progressive.com. Let's get to a game, shall we? Game time! This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Oh, I do want to talk to you. If you're just joining us, okay, just joining us, Jim Harbaugh is rumored, and this is from ESPN.com, that he'll be essentially suspended for game coaching for the last three games of the regular season. Game coaching. Be able to coach during the week. Won't be able to coach on the weekend for the Michigan Wolverines. Again, that's what's being reported. We don't know if Michigan will file an appeal or an injunction. Go ahead, Dave. I do believe, I do believe that Michigan fans should be very happy with this. You may disagree, but we can talk at the top. Uh, the game today is... Psychic? I was going to ask Psychic. Yes, they're very unhappy. They're, they're very unhappy. You know, they are. I don't think that they should be, though. I think this is... Every, everything's still out there for them. They should win tomorrow. They should win next week against Maryland. Then you have Ohio State coming into your place. And then, well, I, I, I definitely think there's a us a, us against the world mentality, right? The whole league doesn't like us. 
I think that absolutely helps them tomorrow. But I also think that the guy's a really good football coach. Don't get me wrong, he's a weird dude, whatever. Um, and he gets to coach during the... But there are, there are some specific decisions that the head coach makes that will be interesting to see how they're executed. All right, Psychic. Uh, the question... The question was already written out before this happened. Um, will Jim Harbaugh be suspended by the Big Ten? Yes. Yes, he will. Wait, I could have told you. Psychic. Psychic. I, a psychic. I saw that coming. <laughs> the only reason I led with that, because I did have one more college football one to ask. Ohio State's wearing an all-gray uniform tomorrow against Michigan State. Psychic, will Ohio State's all-grays be a thumbs-up or a thumbs-down on Saturday night? Uh, if the number, if the numerals are white, it'll be a thumbs up. I love the these these grays with with white numbers. Um, so yes, I it, it, I'm envisioning them. The numbers are red with white trim. Yeah, it'll be a thumbs down because mm-hmm. you won't be able to see it. What are those, remember well, those uniforms they wore the one year against Michigan that they won. Uh, there were a couple of years they wore a bunch of throwbacks against them. Mm-hmm. Um, the overtime game they wore, you know, they had black helmets. And, oh, these are I've seen them, yeah. seen them now. Oh, these are gonna be a win. That's a thumbs up. Yeah, those are dope. Uh, and gray shoes, gray tights, gray socks, the whole deal. All right, psychic. Does Bill Belichick take the team flight home from Germany on Sunday? Yeah, they're not. They're not kiffing in him. No, they shouldn't. The Reddit college football site did tweet that Lane Kiffin was fired on a tarmac. Jim Harbaugh, by the way, mid-flight Michigan is, to Happy Valley. So, they probably are finding out on the plane about what happened, but there was no way to communicate with them except via a text message. I would guess they knew before they got on the plane. Remember, his agent said, his agent or his lawyer is like, he'll be on the sidelines, he'll be there. Like, they knew that this was coming. Things are announced. It's not like it's a surprise. Psychic, does Bryce Young get a second contract from the Carolina Panthers? No. That's yeah, a tough start for sure. I, uh, yeah, last night was. I'll tell you what, though, last night shows you what the NFL can be when the worst take on the worst. Yeah. And he still had a competitive football game. No question. Yep. No, no question. I mean, like, I, I, I watched it. I like watching football. I didn't mind it. And I thought Al was actually pretty good. Yes. You know? Um, but it's also, wasn't it weird having Kelsey in the box? Yeah, but I thought he did well. No, he's, yeah. gra- he's great. He's going to be a media star. Uh, he's the it, next guy. He's really good. Obviously playing off the piece that they did with him on Amazon, the documentary. I know, but it's weird to have a a player for the Philadelphia Eagles fly down and be in the, but in Char- where was it? Where was it? Chicago? Yeah. Fly to Chicago and be beyond the game. That was weird. One thing I will say that Al was good on was the uh, Eddie Pinheiro 59-yard field goal attempt. It was woefully short, but he didn't give it away because the camera angle for us looked like it was straight. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of if it was going to be long enough. It was way short, but it, at least it didn't give away where he's like, oh, that's not going to make it. There was some drama there. All right, Psychic, will Aaron Rodgers continue to tease his return throughout this regular season? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then he'll he'll inflate the possibility of him coming back, and then he'll go like, I got people are just getting out of control. Where are they getting that from? Like, they're getting it from you, Aaron. They're all getting it from you. Psychic, will Caitlin Clark score 50 in a game this season? No question. She had, what, 40 last night? Yeah, I think 40. Was it 44? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry. Just getting some more news on the uh, Harbaugh front. Yes. Yeah. So if you give me, we can do it at the top. How about that? Okay. That's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. I uh, got a full second hour of the show. Plus, we got a full podcast. Uh, podcast is going to have Bill Krakenberger, right? our sports betting analyst. So to download the Doug Gottlieb show podcast, you have the, in the bonus hour crack will be on that. We'll get his NFL picks. Uh, we already got Chris Felica's college picks for you last hour. So upcoming next, I'll give you my five college five pro hitting it just about uh, 62% of pros and 58 for college. Uh, plus if you haven't heard all the Jim Harbaugh news, Oh, you will. And it's part of our picks for the weekend. That's up next to the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 